Well, good morning. Good morning, good news. I'm Greg Taylor, the news director here at Q Media Radio Group and morning DJ for America's Greatest Country, Bluff Country. And my guest this morning is Jason Jack, who is the executive director for our fabulous Red Wing Environmental Learning Center. Uh, good morning, Jason. How's it going? Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing well. A little chilly as we tape this, but I guess, you know, we're talking about winter programs. So first thing we want to say right off the bat, we're going to give people your website. It's redwingelc.com. The When I set this up, I didn't realize that the deadline had already passed for signing up for the winter programming. However, the good news is if folks are still interested, you guys have a waiting list. We do. Yeah. So you can sign up at any time. And if things are full, we'll, we'll put you on the waiting list. And if we have openings, we'll slide you right in. So it's kind of a revolving door. Sure. And, and so the good news is now I'm on top of the spring deadline, folks. And we're here to talk mostly about winter programming because he mentioned off air. We're not even sure the spring program is going to be yet. Folks can check out the stuff that you've got online and they can look at past things on your website, what you guys did in the spring, summer and fall. And I'll tell you, you can sign up for the spring stuff February 1 through 15th. Jason, let's delve into this winter programming. You've got a new branch, a new brochure. And you've got everything from, is it grades 2 through 12? 2 through 12, yep, yep. Some okay. adult programming as well. Great. And so where yep. do we want to start? You Cross-country skiing. We've got some snow on the ground now, so I know people, that's one of the good things about winter. It is, yeah. And it kind of is, it's hard to forecast sometimes. You know, these last many years have been challenging, but right now we have snow and the, the forecast is for cold temps, so that snow should stay. So, Where do we have our cross-country and our skiing so we do we do a bunch of different spots, but a couple of good spots for people to check out would be uh, Mississippi National Golf Links. There's actually a lighted trail there, so if you and with it getting dark so early, that's a great resource for us to have. So the ski team uh, put that together with McWenland, but it's a lighted loop, a couple of lighted loops down there. Um, that's great. Uh, otherwise, um, the Cannon Valley Trail, uh, Frontenac State Park, they all have groomed trails, and they're great. Now with our students, we'll hit some of those spots. We'll also hit Memorial. Um, come up and over Memorial, or going to the Ski the Cannon Bottoms. Um, there's no tracks in there, but that's just kind of wild skiing, so it's a lot of fun to, to check that out. How many kids usually sign up for that, students? Skiing, we probably have about 30, 40. And a lot of these are, looks like, middle school age, basically? Yep. Sixth and seventh grade? That's the majority of it. And then, again, our programs kind of start local, and then they go out from there. So our level one would be all local, level two would be up at our Two Harbors Cabin, and level three is also up at the Two Harbors Cabin, but they ski different trails and different rivers. Um, that's a really cool experience. We actually ski frozen rivers like the Cascade, the Onion, and different ones like that. And so we'll start up and then just basically ski down over waterfalls, and it's pretty cool. That sounds amazing. It is. Well, we're talking uh, today with Jason Jack, who is the executive director of the Red Wing Environmental Learning Center. And we're talking about some of this winter programming that's coming up in just a few short weeks. And this is incredible. Now, how long have you been there, as, uh, <laughs> roughly? I've been there a while. Well, I've been employed there for 32 years. Oh, wow. And I started there as a student as well. So I started this when I was 12 years old. So that would be about 40 years I've been doing this. Oh, my goodness. Well, then obviously you've got a passion. And, yeah. and you learned how much fun it was as a kid. That's exactly it. When I went off to school, I, I kind of thought in my head, like, what did I like to do? And I knew I enjoyed this. Didn't know if I could make it a profession or not. Parents supported me in that. And I got lucky and got hired back here you know, so before even graduating. the organization's been going on for even much longer than that. Yeah, this is our 52nd year of, oh, of nice. programming. So we started in 1970. We are uh, getting ready. We were supposed to celebrate our 50th, uh, but COVID hit right then. Mm. Um, so we are 
starting to ramp up for our 55th anniversary. So oh, that'll nice. be the big one okay. um, in 2025. Cool. And you guys have a relatively small staff, it looks like. Yourself and uh, three other folks? Yep. I've got one office manager and then two other field instructors. We're actually, you kind of hit on something I was going to bring this up to you, but we're actually in the process of hiring a seasonal field instructor for this spring and summer in attempts to kind of work on our succession planning and kind of come up with how do we move this forward because all three of our staff right now are pretty tenured and pretty senior and so we're trying to figure out how we're going to do that. And so we actually have a job posting on our website. For those that are interested, we've run it out through Indeed and a whole bunch of different handshake through the U of M, different places okay. that, that post jobs. So we're kind of excited about that. It's, got, it's a seasonal position. We're excited to bring somebody new into the fold. Well, I think you've got the right area to kind of tap into that employee base, at least. People yep. here are pretty aware of what you, you folks do and, and whether they'd be interested. So some of the core programming, when you think of camping, I know at least I in kayaking, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of that as a summer thing. Yeah. But... <laughs> You guys think outside the box. You think outside the igloo. So we, we think inside the igloo. But. Yes, indeed. Winter camping. And I know we talked about this before. You guys have some curious ways that I didn't ever dreamed of. Well, I think it's so important that if you live in Minnesota, I mean, you have four seasons and winter is one of those seasons and you've just got to be able to embrace it and enjoy it. And, and there really is no such thing as bad weather, just bad dress. Well, you know? that's true. You know, so if you can dress properly and you can learn that skill, it's it's a lifelong skill that will help you, you know, really enjoy the outdoors at any time of year. Definitely. So maybe explain that. You guys make sure that the kids are, are bundled up, so to speak. Yeah, we, we go through and talk about what makes, you know, what what's going to keep you warm. And so it's dressing in layers. It's, it's dressing with the right materials. It's, you know, not sweating. When you get wet, you cool down 25% faster. And so that doesn't matter oh, if you if it's raining on you or you fall in the lake or you're sweating. Any of those things is moisture and it's going to steal that heat from you about 25% faster. So staying dry is the key. Right. So just a few few weeks ago, we took our junior instructors over to Bay City and, and it's part of their yearly thing. They, they fall through the ice. On purpose? On purpose. Oh, wow. And we have them tied off. We have them in a life jacket. We have sure. a, a shelter kind of heated up for them. But it's it's if you spend enough time outside, it's not a matter of if you're going to fall through, it's when. And so to give these kids this opportunity in a controlled setting so that mentally prepared for what to do or if it's one of the staff that fall in, that that junior instructor is ready to really help us you know, get out of those wet clothes and into dry clothes and because you're going to be cooling down really fast. That's interesting. It's almost like... You're going to be in a car accident tomorrow morning, so let's have a fake one kind of. so that you kind of know how to deal with it so you're not freaked out, so to speak. And yeah, Obviously, under safe conditions, I don't know how yep. that would work exactly. We'll use a crash test dummy. Yeah. These are actually <laughs> yeah. humans falling through the ice, and I just talked to our fire yeah. chief not too long ago about ice rescues. They do that too, uh, yeah. They, they practice like that too. Did you get that from fire departments, how they did it, or you just kind of— No, when I was in college, we did that. And uh, what I saw in that experience, in that specific one is I and another student went through the ice and the other student wasn't mentally prepared for it she was very nervous very scared and when she did get out she kept she kept going downhill she kept tanking and uh it got kind of serious kind of thing but I was all excited about it I was like let's do this you know and so that that showed me that your mental kind of point of view your readiness for it your your understanding has a lot to do so you're not shocked by it it's not a big deal it's like I've done this before I can do this again interesting and of course kayaking now do you guys do that oh you do that in the pool in the pool so oh, that's at the ymca the basics in the pool oh cool so Bye. they're working on uh doing their eskimo rolls you know bracing different things in the pool with the kayaks and just getting comfortable with the kayaks 
So just kind of a, a skill builder. If you were going to tell me you were kayaking on the ice, I was trying to figure that out, how that no, would work. No, no. So you've got skating, uh, ice climbing, uh, ice fishing. That is definitely something you think of, obviously, in the winter. Yep. Uh, and that's something else uh, to be careful with ice, I suppose, at the beginning and or end of the season. Yep. So we talk about ice safety and, and show the kids how to identify good ice and bad ice. And, you know, there's a lot of things that take place while they're out, not just fishing for the day, but talking about some of those safety things as well cool well, we'll give you the website again redwingelc.com and they're located out here near us 442 guernsey lane if you'd like to give them a call anytime to find out about their programming 388-7339 is the number we're talking today on good morning good news on bluff country with jason jack the executive director of the red wing environmental learning center and their winter brochure just came out now the deadline to sign up has passed however you are able to to sign up online on their website and be put on a waiting list. And uh, to sign up for spring stuff, uh, that's coming up already February 1st and February 15th is the deadline for that. Uh, so be aware of that as well. And Jason, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, you've got something called uh, Young Explorers, which are like for fourth and fifth graders. Yep. And they kind of, oh, and then you get tinier too, the tiny trees. Tiny trees. <laughs> That's interesting. So maybe just talk briefly about those. So you got younger kids involved outdoors. Yep, those are those second awesome. to third grade programs, and then the fourth to fifth grade programs. And uh, we did a, a trail camera program. I think that's the one that's in there, isn't it? Yep. And we uh, we actually got a deer carcass from the the DNR, and we took it out to the our cabin, and we put trail cameras around it, and then we talked about what animals we thought might come in. And we talked, I showed them furs from those animals, and uh, then we kind of just recorded it, and we've had. Uh, possum come in we've had coyotes come in we've had crows come in but the funnest thing to see was uh we had a fisher come in and uh fisher, fisher. oh now are they like a, a mink or something kind like of that? bigger kind than of a, a martin or, or yep. something kind of a they look a exactly rodent? like a martin but bigger oh interesting and so we've been seeing more and more usually they're more of a northern animal but we've been seeing more and more and more of them down here so man i'm intrigued so you get me in a, in a nice heated uh, igloo or, you know, an ice house out there, um, I could just stay out there and look for these wild creatures. Yep. That would be neat. Yep. Although I think maybe the <laughs> actually the trail cam, I'll just stay here in the studio when it's about 73 degrees and I'll let the trail cam guide me to those critters. That sounds neat. So that's a fun. good way uh, for kids to learn about nature and obviously tracking as well. Yeah. 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 We had a lot of fun with it and... It was a great program. The kids had a great time out there, and we just hung out at the cabin, and we'd cook supper. And and we should mention, before we let you go this morning on Good Morning Good News, uh, adult and family programming, too. It's not just for students. Yep, yep. we got a bunch of those. In fact, I'll highlight on the on the cover here the the uh, our Winterfest down at Camp Pepin um, is January 14th, and that's open to the public, and uh, we create that ice carousel. I think we've talked about that before, and oh, we'll have neat. that going. We'll have skating going. I think that uh, Mike Lynch from CCO... Um, He's going to oh, have his cool. telescopes down there. There's a ton of things going on. So you can check out uh, either the ELCs or the, the YMCA's Facebook pages to kind of get more information about those things. All right. And that's coming up January 14th. Yep. That's a lot of fun. Camp. So do you guys team up at all? Other than this was one of those this? things that we we said, hey, we should do something. And uh, nice. one of my staff, had, Brad, had come up with this idea of an ice carousel. He'd seen it in different places, and he wanted to try it. And I said, okay, let's do it. Let's see what happens, you know. And so basically last year they cut out a circle on the ice on yep. Lake Pepin there, and that's uh, right right by Lake City, I believe, kind of there at the marina. Yep, well, we're, we were over on the Wisconsin side, so right oh, by Pepin. Oh, on the Wisconsin side. Right, right. at Camp Pepin there. 
Oh, very, oh yeah, it is on the other side. And so then it kind of circulated. <clears throat> yep, and then we have a, a motor, just a small motor that pushes it around and just slowly kind of spins. And yeah, I think this is... Our third year, this will be our third or fourth year doing it. The first year, we were like, we don't even know if this is going to work, you know, so we didn't want to promote it too much. And, and we're talking about a pretty big, it's 30 chunk. feet in diameter. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's a, huge, it's, that's it's big, it's a hoot, it's fun to see. It's a lot of work to cut out, but it's fun once it gets yeah. going. I'll come after the work's done, yeah, and enjoy it. Uh, Jason Jack, thank you so much, our uh, executive director for Red Wing Environmental Learning Center, and literally he grew up uh, on these programming, and, and and now he's uh, now he's part of the now he's uh, part of the management there as the uh, executive director. Very cool. Uh, sounds like a great season, and again, spring, summer, and fall. We can't wait for spring. Thanks so much, Jason. Thanks, Greg.